you guys. Sorry. All summer long. You sang with before for me. The song oh, sounds good. Remember, it's really loud to them. <laughs> we hear the music. I don't think they do. Oh, but welcome, everybody. Sweethearts. <laughs> In the summer wind. I hate it when they catch us and I'm like singing so often. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, what? It gets you too. Uh, there's a few of these that start and you're like, ah, and yeah, I'm that's terribly the thing I was, I'm always surprised about when people are singing and listening to that. Like, I wonder how that works when they put their thing back in their ear and stuff. Yeah. Umbrella sky. Come on. I know you know the words, y'all. Let's go sing it. Sing that summer wind. After then, a piper man one day called to you. Shout out to you now. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm letting it soak in, y'all. <laughs> Maybe I should change my name to Summer Wind. And the winter wind. He didn't hear that. They have come and gone. You know, this is the song I sing when I'm happy. Yeah, I remember you singing it to me really loud when we were traveling and we got to that gas station. All the time. That's right. I was. I was singing it to people walking in. Yeah. They're walking to the gas station. It was in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. I, I looked at them and I was like, he just got out. Sorry. <laughs> I was singing like I just got My out. My mafia husband has just gotten out. Kansas City Mafia. I was released. Yeah. But I did. Summer Wind's my jam. That's the song that I start humming randomly. When If I just know, mm. my fickle friend. If I'm humming that, shit's going good. I was just going to say, at least you're not, I fucking hate this. Right, that's, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Right, no way, what is man. that song? I hate that bitch or something like that. Yeah, welcome back to the He Said, She Said podcast. We're now joining you live. Uh, that was Frank Sinatra with The Summer Wind. That came out in 1967. You know, Frankie was uh, just now hitting the block and uh, put out some music that was, you know, making all the black tie dress shakers and rump shakers get out and shake that martini, you know? Made me save my pennies for my shapers. That's how it goes, you know. I was just, you know, that Rat Pack boy sitting in the corner saying, all right, nice to meet you, lady. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that would be an era I'd like to be alive in. You know what? I feel like they did pay more attention to dressing up. I thought that was fun. Yeah, it seemed like that, right? Like they had the suit So and much the more hat. detailed. Yeah. It was like a five-piece instead of a two-piece. Now, I love how we romanticize it. Like, there was no AC, motherfucker, and I'm wearing a three-piece. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, imagine walking around Florida in 19-whatever when it's just like suits and you're dressing up and it's, you know, 95 with 200% humidity. You know what, though? In that era, I do see, uh, I feel like, yeah, I find myself thinking um, the there was they were way more attractive than both males and females. Like that seemed like they smelled better. I thought they were hideous. <laughs> they probably smelled terrible. No, nope. the girls and their makeup looked so. Um, but that old makeup perfume stuff is so pungently oh, terrible. So gross. Well, but the, it had to be. Yeah, for sure. But it's still fun to look at. Like, believe me, I'm not crazy. Like. I'm not crazy about perfume in general. It has to be very specific because sometimes people just ruin it and it's forever ruined that smell. If it's better than the person. Yeah. <laughs> I read that too. Uh, I'm a fan. This sounds disgusting. Yeah. But we used to call this one girl Vanilla Crotch because oh, she would. That's me. Not to her face. Well, but it was well, so bad. absurd that she didn't. She was. 
like it, she behaved in the locker room like she didn't care. So I didn't feel guilty oh, saying that. Oh, I didn't that. notice. Well, maybe no one told her. No, no, no. Do you not tell another those. female at that age? Yes. You do? Um, like, well, well, I've, I have an example of what I did tell. I worked at Nordstrom. Yeah. It's just a female thing, so I can say. Um, so I worked at Nordstrom and I was working with uh, another colleague. And she's, um, maybe has a different um, custom of what she was probably raised, yeah. right? As far as hygiene. Um, sure. And so we were in the fitting room and she asked me. So that's why. Cause we uh, were, cause, she brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the fitting room. Was it stinking? Were you like. No, you it wasn't it? there. Don't, it's there, but not there. I'm just trying to be there. I'm going to give you that. Do I want to be <laughs> Just listen. Right. So we're in the fitting room and she's like, uh, she wanted me to. Like separate and, fitting rooms or the same? Mother, could you just let me finish? Going so the home, two girls. Just trying to figure out where. Okay. So the two girls, myself and another female that worked there, walked into the large dressing room where we worked, which was Nordstrom, uh, with one of our other coworkers. And she started trying something on and she she pulls her pants down or whatever. Normal, right? And I we, we both looked at her and we're like, whoa. Oh, it came like that. Oh. No, not the smell. Oh, sorry. <sighs> I almost vomited right here. <laughs> no, no, it was just a bit much. And we so were be, like... Are you like, being kind? It was like she had a, a wolf on her lap. Oh, my Lord. I know. No Sorry. disrespect to wolves. Right. <laughs> and um, she's like just kind of joking around, like very comfortable. And we went, what's going on? Uh-huh. We're a good friend, so we could do Older. that. Um, we were probably uh, 23. All right. Well, yeah. Well, she should know by then, yeah, right? Yeah, we were, yeah. We were working there. And uh, we were like, you whoa, you, you need to make a visit. God. What? <laughs> Get that lawnmower. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. But, you know, we, we candidly, but still at the same time, I, my jokes are bad sometimes. But I was like, you need to let that wolf to rest and That's get bad. yourself a new pet because that ain't good. <laughs> you, man. Poor thing. Well, What if she just didn't know? Well, maybe. You never you know? know, though, because my approach was very delicate because you don't know. Maybe that's what her man or her, she or her female, whatever, is into. No. But it, well, I'm going to really? call BS on this one. No, there's plenty of... Are you kidding right now? I'm going to go with, like, no way. I, I know it's a thing for maybe a, a terrible person, but if yeast is your thing... Well, a lot of hair does not imply yeast. Oh, I'm going for stank. No, I oh thought God. we were talking about like smell if it or something. Was, no, if that was the case, I wouldn't even have a moment of silence. Oh, I'd have been like, Girl, you better comment. let me show you the bathroom. I would say that. Oh. No, she looks like she had a wolf on her lap. Like it was like legit. Like oh. what's happening? Where was I? Why was on it? Why was I, I on I think because we were just uh, talking about <laughs> aroma. <laughs> yes, we were talking aroma. Yeah. We jumped to furry bushes. Yeah, we were talking about whether or not you tell That's the person. The weed. That's the weed doing that. It's whether or not up. you tell the person. Well, you shift. Whatever. It's a side road. Yeah. It's sightseeing is fun. It's, it's a thing. It's coming back. Yeah. But I, I, even if it came back, that would be like you had three friends sitting next to you. <laughs> <laughs> friends don't let friends grow dreads. Yeah. It, if people call, call you gnarly because of that. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Might be a bad day. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad love language, I think. <laughs> what are you speaking there? That was just there? one of the, uh, you do your girl a favor and go, boop, boop, no. Yeah, well, some, well, you or know, you even ask and say. Are you aware? Yeah, but some, you're right though. Some people are into the 70s porn scene. Yeah. Somebody's, you know, somebody into the fur. I mean, but she actually asked for advice and that's why she kind of. Wow. So at 23, she's like, so should I trim this? She was from a different country and she was kind of like, um, learning new things in itself. Um, like what she was wearing and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we were, 
Oh, absolutely. She, she, yeah, definitely. Well, her boyfriend's glad you were there. Is all I'm saying. Her husband. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but um, was, why, I'm now, sure see, he was. Does, should he have said something? Maybe that was his thing, though. Uh, I don't, Maybe they I got don't know. divorced because of it. Well, I know that it, for myself, I don't. You if broke I, them up. if I'm, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm the one that's handling and operating that device all day long, that person's opinion will be like a third percent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though. What if that was Buddy's thing? She went home and trimmed it, and he's like, "I want a divorce." <laughs> then he's not my thing. Well, but that was her thing. Well, I we weren't convincing for sure. We just uh, kind of answered her questions. Yeah, I'm not. She gonna... was more like we kind of like had a different reaction, and she's like, "But if you what? ask for it, if she's warranting the help, then yeah." She did ask. Yeah, she's like, she's. I what mean, you, I promise you, you, she gave us little advice as well here and there. What do you do? If you notice, but no advice has been warranted, you can't. Like they didn't ask, right? Uh, I think there's certain things that are are yes, and certain things that are no. But see, I don't think dudes do that. I don't think dudes look at dudes and go, "Dude, really?" Well, there's not much as the same amount of pressure as that as there is on women. What? Yeah, you're crazy. Oh no. Okay, so if a dude walks by, and not in smells, that word. I mean, no offense by the word crazy. If some, cra- if it, some. If somebody walks by a guy and smells like freaking... No, wait. Ran- we're back on smells now. I'm confused. That's what you just were talking about. No, I wasn't. I was talking about fur. Nope. Don't make me rewind this. No, I wasn't. Guys don't go, hey, you should trim that down some. Right. You were talking about that in general. Right. And so do you give the advice if it's not warranted? If the girl doesn't ask you, but you guys are friends, you change and you notice, you know, it's going 70s funky disco over there. Do you go like, damn, seriously? <laughs> I think it's circumstantial. Right, because I don't remember dudes going like, dude, seriously, you really need to shave that. They do more so nowadays, I think, where they go, what, yeah. the, what are you rocking there, man? No, I think dudes have more of this competition thing. Like, oh, he's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling him. Yeah, we can hang out. Well, yeah. what's the myth to the the girl always has, like the other girls not so good looking always with her? Right. There's some myth, right, that there's the good looking girl that keeps the, the friend around that's not so for some reason of self-esteem issues. Well, there's different. I think there's I'm generalizing yeah, 80s movies here. <laughs> I that. Yeah, I get that. But I, was I think there's off. different cliches to it. One of them is that the female can't be the there can't be another one just as good as her in the same pack or she loses her confidence. Mm. And then there's the other where uh, there's always an ugly one with a good looking one on the other side. The man says she's got to fill that spot. There's all kinds of ways women look at it. Yeah. So many cliche shit guys yeah. talk about like, oh, walk up a guy's like i was walking up as a group of girls i talked to the ugliest one there and yeah like, so that the women that are good looking crave it well or you hear the but reverse who doesn't, who doesn't know that or you hear the reverse though right where it's you always talk to the good looking one because people may be looking at her but they're not talking to her yeah but sometimes i don't think i i, I know that you're really good about uh, about that because you did that to me sort of <laughs> melissa's melissa commented that's a bitch not a friend casual conversation concerning a fictional friend would do the job there (laughs) so i have this friend yeah you just use a different scenario and go so my friend should i tell her she freaking reeks man when we go to the gym do you think i should tell her right you got to i've done that before i've actually like used an example with a friend before just to see what their reaction would be where i was like you gotta tell right just something simple to not even the same uh example but I would definitely 
figure it out. I think I'm that kind of friend that would probably tell you, just um, wait for you to say, what do you mean? I See, I always, for some reason, when I snap back to the story of Wet n' Wild in Orlando. It's me, my friend Juan, and Greg Harris. <laughs> oh, and no. we're in line, and um, I will talk about it. They can maybe compete in hot pod contests at Wet n' Wild. I did not want to do it. They forced me to yeah. do it. Hot pod as in the female walking by or you? Me. Oh, okay. And there were the girls and guys. There was okay. no binary division. And anyway, I lost. I was second place, but the guy's friend was a judge. Anyway, we're going to skip by that. <laughs> Greg then entered the pizza eating <clears throat> contest and won nice. that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, girl. So we just had finished that. And then we go get in the line at the, I forget the name of it, but it was like the main ride there where it's, you know, the big windy tube thing, you know. Wet and Wild's gone. Rest in peace, Wet and Wild. Windy tube thing. Yeah, it's just the big one, you know, the big, the one in all the commercials. Anyway, yeah. we're waiting in line and uh, these three ladies wind up in line behind us. We're kid, we're high school. I was just right? so girls. girls. Yeah, there are three <laughs> girls in, in line and we're hanging out for a while and they're, pretty decent you know as far as we say i was kind of like yeah one of them looked pretty good but the crew you might want to follow maybe but we were out to just hang out sure they were gonna follow us I'm and sure. but what well, we hoped of course of course <laughs> again high school fucks <laughs> and um anyway but the pers- personally hotter one of, of them all had this massive hanger and i'm talking about a booger that just it was a booger oh yeah and it was like god it it could have been connected to shit. Like it, like if she picked it, the brain may have came. Like you swear it was the yuck mouth. Do you remember that? <laughs> yuck mouth. <laughs> it was terrible. And none of her friends said anything. And we're Those half- girls are bitches. Right. We go halfway up the line. We're all the way up there. And Greg is just getting tired of her like mouth where she's just kind of like, yeah, and this and these people are stupid and this. And she's just being kind of and Greg's a really nice guy. She went from hot to not because of her voice. Yeah. And we're all ignoring him now. Now yeah. we're just like, and Greg's like, it. he can't take it anymore. He turns around. And he goes, you have this really big right there. And she collapses in tears, just oh, God. runs out of line. You yeah. Know, her two friends stayed like, fuck her. Kids. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of like, but I thought you were friends. You didn't tell mm-hmm. her, your friend. And Greg was like, they should tell her. I'm going to tell her if they don't tell her. The oh, whole gosh. time we come to the top. I would become that friend that was like jumping on my friend, acting like I'm just losing it. Whispering, <laughs> dude, you got a fucking bat in that yeah. cave, girl. Get it out. <laughs> it is going back and forth. <laughs> bat in the cave. That's funny. Yeah. I would not let my friend. Isn't it? Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever had it to be where you were just having maybe even a, an intense conversation with just a stranger or a female, especially that would suck. You get in your car and you go, what's up? What the fuck? I've been talking to this person this entire time with that. <laughs> just kind of going. No, 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 no. Me neither. But that would be horrible. <laughs> I can imagine if that would happen. That would be I do. That would when, never happen to me. When you started talking about sense and aromas, it, it, <laughs> I do remember one young lady okay. from Indiana. Mm-hmm. Sean was with me on this excursion. Yeah. But we were kids. We were with his parents. Yeah. You know, like we had to go with his parents still at that age. And I was kissing this girl from Indiana. Mm-hmm. I almost puked in her mouth. Oh, no. It was, it's like she, I, all I could remember was Copenhagen, you know, the dip oh, that they yeah, put. Yeah. Maybe. But it was like rotten milk Copenhagen kiss thing. And that's the only time in my life I've almost kissed and almost instapuked. Where you're like, you couldn't help it. Where you're just like, ah, and kind of stop. And you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was. But I thought, 
how poor, I don't know her name or what she looks like. Just, or anything. Yeah, don't ruin her but life. But in please. my mind, forever, my she's whole life, yes, <laughs> she's that person. That would be actually a really good uh, social media, Instapuke, where you could like either tell your stories of where you almost <laughs> instantly puked or a picture that made you almost puke. Yeah. The, that would probably overflow. Well, that, that dude's breath the other day when we were trying oh. to, gosh. I, so yeah, when I was, so with the doors closed and everything, I was purposely trying not to be funny. It's hard. I was going, Don't God, talk. if I say this fucking joke, I'm going to feel the wind in my face. They're going to talk back. <laughs> I felt seriously like I was in Raiders of the Lost Ark and my face was melting. <laughs> you know, when they have that stone and it's all like, ah. yeah, you do. I think a friend's got to say something, you know, you, you don't let your friend go out in that shirt or that outfit. And I thought maybe that's why sometimes you see a person you're like, they don't have <laughs> well, uh, you know, like I've always had that. Um, We're, so, a judgy. Shitty, We're yeah, so judgy right now. Right. We can go through that. So I felt like uh, when I see a, a man with uh, that has a girlfriend that has a hairy neck, mm. she, she's a shit girlfriend. Yeah. I would be like, baby, shave your neck. Or I don't mean I need to shave it, but I would tell you. But again, though, she could be into the and she loves everything about him. Okay. You know, some people are into the sweaty bear thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I personally don't give a shit. Like, whatever somebody's into sexually, I, I'm going to put Why this... does it have to be sexually? We're not even talking about that. We're, I know. We're going everywhere. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, that was the reason this... Why are we like... changing topics on a podcast? Is that what you... <laughs> no, I thought you were implying, like, that, that that was what it would be leading to, whether or not someone was sexy or not. Look, if they're already together, and they got dudes got the furry neck the whole time, and then you make it a problem... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you make you should you know what I mean that's kind of like all right but you know if you got to there's like a somebody may listen to this is looking at the mirror right now like how high does it go is that well what's the hairy neck and if it's coming through your regular crew neck shirt on mm-hmm. the back side hey hey if unless your spouse is into that and you do the natural thing I'm in I'm in I'm in but you know a little weed whacking never heard little manscaping okay let me rephrase that <clears throat> If that man is into that clean look and you're his girlfriend and you can see it visibly better than he can, then you'll check him out. <laughs> the ear hair gets him... me. Oh, because why? Because you got to tell him, motherfucker. If, if you got a bush coming out the ear, dude, if it's like screaming like it's trying to get out, somebody needs to tell you, dude, seriously. What if she's into licking paintbrushes yeah. in someone's ear? <laughs> <laughs> Ew. With that coarse hair going. Oh, that's gross. The hair is like trying to escape. <laughs> Yeah. It's so like, but I mean, think about that. You just now were quick to, ew. What if that's the way a female feels about the neck? I'm down. That's what I said. I'm down. Yes. I'm just playing both sides here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just giving credit to I'm those. Saying one thing, I agree with you that one thing can be gross to one person, and the other person is like their cup of tea. Yeah. Like, and I actually appreciate that when when I get to see couples that have, uh, are with someone that in embrace not just embraces but that like really. Um, lives for it that they like yes about their girlfriend or boyfriend that's kind of different i love to see that yeah i can't as a counselor i just kind of go hmm that's connected to some childhood drama (laughs) (laughs) i can't help it i can't unlearn those things i know and like if it's this weird kind of thing where they're like i love Mm -hmm. the fact that this is pierced you know what i mean and you're like okay yeah. Whatever you no, I'm just I'm being judgy. I'm just trying to be funny. But whatever somebody's into is whatever they're into. I don't really give a shit. Then there's uh, you got your preferences. You know what I mean of 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 what you're gonna do. But mm-hmm. uh, the 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 first look, 
I don't give a shit really what someone does in a bedroom. I really don't care. And frankly, I'm going to get in trouble for this. But let's, I'm just going to take uh, a, a gay person. Okay. When did that become a fucking culture? Like it's a, it's just what you prefer to fuck. That's it. They're a human being just like everybody else. Nothing different. But it's almost like it's another box to check. When does the dominatrix guy who's into that got to check that box? You know what I mean? Is is my point is whatever you do in a bedroom, why does it have to define or thus become this entire, you know, lifestyle, if you will, or or nominated as such, or even a topic? Well, when you're at work, you know what I mean. Like, well, yeah, the topics. Sometimes whatever. that can be a controversy. But that's kind of what goes. people do on podcasts is talk about topics. <laughs> so being indirectly passive aggressive mm-hmm. do you feel like you're out there shoot my topic down i'm i'm mean it I'm, I'm i'm trying to help me buffer it i get it but who cares that's my my thought is like so what you whether you sleep with this or you do that or you like this or you prefer male or female or both or gender it, it's it's become like it's its own entity, like it's as sure. equal to of saying I'm a black person. Yeah, why are you even asking me that? Right, a black yeah. culture is a race, a culture. It, it there's roots to the, you know what I mean. There's a thing, and then to put on the same level, I'm lesbian mm-hmm. or I'm gay. I'm a, no, what? What if though? Okay, so let's it's just this. what you prefer to fuck. Yeah, that's all. Black is way more than what you prefer to fuck. That's a culture, a history, a music, sure. a food, right? Yeah. It's so, uh, you know what I mean? And so it gets the same level of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm Asian. Like I'm. Why is it so much spoken of? Yeah. It's like, a, but, and it gets a, its own kind of so fucking what? Why does it even need a category for one? Do you think, though, that anything? Maybe sometimes, though, the ones that are saying why, why, why are continuously announcing it. Like, if I were to say to you, why does it matter that I'm a female? If every day I come in and I go, I'm a female. Yeah, right. Okay. So if I'm going to every day say when I walk into work, I'm a female. Don't be pissy if people go, you're a female. Who cares? Right. Right. So with no matter who or what you are or prefer, don't make an issue of it either. Right. And it's just simply, now you can call it a lifestyle if you want to. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is it a lifestyle any different than a heterosexual couple? Brought up ever in any one. Career. The biggest difference is you get a lot of hate. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You, that, I, I will. That's different usually. Does. Yeah, I'll have to backpedal there. Is because a heterosexual relationship is not going to get the hatred that say even an interracial couple, right? So take a heterosexual and a racial couple. They're going to get some hatred all the same as to a lesbian or a black many times, especially in the south. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I would have to say that 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 is a huge difference, and so maybe experiencing that is kind of the reason it's necessary to kind of have to be like, hey, motherfucker, you know, yeah. I, I'm i lesbian, motherfucker, <laughs> you know, lesbian. I'm gay, I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like that, you know, I don't, I have to put it out there because there's a war against it, if you yeah, will. Yeah, you're you naturally know? almost already defensive before somebody says anything because of what you've encountered. Yeah, that's true. Well, I or certainly offended people because people certainly left the conversation. Um, <laughs> that's like, okay. I'm not going to get involved you in mean, this at all. What's happening? They're talking about real stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had a conversation about why someone has to consider something. I mean, I just don't because there's so many. Look, let's just take every porn category there is. Yeah. Shouldn't that be considered the same level? Because it's just what you do in the bedroom. And what you prefer. That's well, all. It's what you prefer and the kind of person you prefer. I know. I think, though, that so many people will go, 
there's no possible way that male or that female prefers that because it's so absurd. Well, They're being forced, you know, like with what you're referencing. Yeah, that whole pray it away or like whatever. Yeah. If they don't see that it's genetic, motherfuckers don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, homosexual or whatever other, you know, uh, uh, preference you prefer has been under attack and been happening since the creation of, of, of the human. Yeah. And the fact it's still here even after eradication has been attempted, all of these other things, and it's still here, <clears throat> something to last that, long, that lasts that long, with mm -hmm. that much hatred toward it, that's genetic, because you can't get rid of it. It doesn't go away. You can't pray this shit away. People are born and they choose, and sure, it's not everybody. People are certainly <clears throat> have trauma that, that point them in directions, but even then, so what? You know, as far as judgment from other people, I've always kind of gone like this. Are you laying next to that person at night when you go to bed? Mm. Are they paying your bills? Yeah. Are they signing your check? That's right. Then you probably shouldn't have to really even consider it. And even those people that are doing those things, sure, you'll put some consideration into it. But ultimately, you're the one that lives with those choices. Yeah, I feel like Facebook is like scanning us. We're like, oh, they're talking about controversial topics. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so the original opening to talk about, that's why I sent you the articles, right, is um, we're going to keep keep talking in generalizations here um but but bear with the idea there's a lot of people and specialists you know that lean on this shit and a lot of i'm gonna just say manipulators excuse me the yeah, red stripe is bubbling <laughs> yeah so the five love languages right it was written by a, a guy named gary Remember, was it Gary Chapman? It uh, came out in 1995. And so the book that came out back then, it was the idea that these are the five love languages that were dominant in some, and some is your master love language, right? Mm -hmm. And the people we choose should be aware of those languages as we should be aware of those languages. And as you know me, right, you're going to point out the vagueness of what something is. It's almost like a psychic reading, right? Oh, yeah, that's me. Right. If I gave you and I let you read the Sagittarius one, I told you it was Gemini. For the most part, you're going to go, yeah, that's me. That's especially. sort of like you. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I, I would. I, I mean, there have been times where someone has actually read my horoscope to me and I go, yeah, didn't fit. Yeah. It, it fits when we want it to. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so keep that in mind as we kind of explore the five love oh, languages. Yeah. It is generalized. Yeah. But there are a lot of, of book writers that refer to it, speakers, even religious people. I'm interested to hear your perspective because we've never discussed this. Yeah, that's why I used it. And um, it's kind of open. So a lot of times people may think that what you and I talk about is canned, you know. So I'm trying to just bring up something that's not. Yeah. You know, but the five love languages uh, are kind of open. So if, if you want, how do you want to, you want to go like go I'm down? I'm just going to watch you and I'll comment <laughs> if you want to I'll go from yours because it's bigger well we'll just cover the five right sure and sometimes well or we can do it to where it's like the horoscope right mm -hmm. to where we read it and you go oh yeah that's that's mine yeah right and then we'll, <laughs> we can we'll comment see. after each one however you like right? sure. so, so to understand the power that learning speaks to your so language can have on your relationship you first have to know what the five love languages are right now, okay. um, I gave a preface in the beginning. The concept of love languages has been getting buzz. Uh, Gary Chapman, PhD, renowned marriage therapist and the author of The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. The love languages are designed to help you, help you and, you see, B-A-E, love each other better. Okay, that's subjective itself. Sounds like the kind of class you want to sign up for. No, my words with couples, Chapman, notice them coming, right? Oh, by the way, I want to give reference to um, uh, Michaela McKenzie, uh, who wrote this article October 26, 2017, as a women's health article. Um, and yeah, I had to give at least credit. So 
The first love language that they talk about are words of affirmation. The language is all about vocally affirming your loved ones. Think lots of, I love you, you're so awesome, I'm so proud of you. That's the love language number one. Love language number two, acts of service. For some people, actions speak louder than words. Instead of having a partner gush about their love, people with this love language would show it by volunteering to do a chore, offering up an indulgement massage, or making dinner. Receiving gifts, love language number three, gifts are another way to the heart. It's not necessarily about dropping a lot of cash, even little gifts, like picking up a favorite magazine. Who fucking does that? Or a grocery store. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Michaela, um, but this is October 2017 you wrote this, and you said picking up a favorite magazine. You may want to consider that in an edit the next time. <laughs> I don't remember the last favorite magazine I picked up. Mm. Perhaps forward a link would be better. And then to grocery store <laughs> or bringing home a partner's favorite flavor of kombucha. Ew, none of that goes to God. <laughs> How you have a favorite flavor of shit <laughs> can speak. I'm kidding. I know there's good kombucha out there, people. Um, all right. Love language number four, quality time. For some lovers, getting undivided attention is the best gift of all. People with this love language feel most loved when their partner switches into airplane mode for date night. And last but not least of the five love languages, physical touch. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, nothing says I love you like holding hands, sharing a shower, unless you like hot water. Uh, I added that. <laughs> or a good old-fashioned make-out session. Make physical touch more romantic with the intimate earth massage oil from Women's Health. They're trying to sell some shit in there at the same time. Okay. They got to work that shit in there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I hate these fucking things that follow, right? The eight things happy couples do every week. Fuck you, you subjective dick. You don't know, right? <laughs> that, that these couples do. Yeah. So, and what do you do six weeks later? <laughs> same shit where you're so like, is this gray? What's that called? Uh, greyhound or not greyhound? Groundhog. Groundhog day. Ground, greyhound? Who's this? <laughs> It's our anniversary, honey. Greyhound day. We don't. We have to take Greyhound today. We're going to take it tomorrow to work, and it's going to be fine. All right. right. That's Patricia May, y'all. Riding the bus. <laughs> so words of affirmation, right? The language is all about vocally affirming your loved ones. Is this your love language? Is that yours? Which one? The last one that you just read? The words of affirmation. Let's read that again. The language. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> the language is all about vocally affirming your loved ones. Lots of I love yous, you're so awesomes, and I'm so proud of yous. No, definitely not. No? So I wanted to go a little further into the love language part, too. Um, it outlines five ways to express and experience love that Chapman calls love languages, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service or devotion, and physical touch. Examples are given from counseling practice as well as Questions to help determine one's own love languages. Chapman's book claims that the list of five love languages is, or the list of five love languages is exhaustive. According to this theory, each person has one primary and one secondary love language. Chapman suggests that to discover another person's love language, one must observe the way they express love to others and analyze what they complain about most often. Motherfucker said most often. <laughs> redundant speaking son of a bitch we had that discussion just the other day yes we did another person's love language most above observe the way they express love to others and analyze what they complain about often most often though that is still correct <laughs> no 
It's like saying often, often. Okay, well, we just had that one question about most often than not. No, it's just often. (laughs) (laughs) One cannot say most often than not, because if it's more often than not would be the other term. So more often than not, most often than not would be you are the most often of all time. I know what it means. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the person that used it that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was actually in an article, remember? And that's what you were saying was the right way. Yes, they used it properly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they said most often, it should be more often. Okay. So what they complain about more often and what they request from their significant others more often <laughs> or most often. No, I'm wrong. Yeah, most often is proper here because they are talking to that's what Adam you were is saying. an asshole. This is why I'm editors for everything. <laughs> no, I said that I pointed that out because you actually pointed that out to me because for the life of me, I've always said more often than not. Always. Yeah, most often than not. Yeah, and then when I was reading it, I was like, that didn't sound right. So that's when I brought it up to you. So you were the one that said, actually, it's most. Yeah, because here they're looking for the most often thing. Yeah. yeah so they are correct. But when people say most often than not or more often than not. Yeah. Right? Most often than not would apply that what you mostly complain about, which they are correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm a dummy. No. I have no problem saying that, and I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost most often, and what they request from their significant other most often. Um, He theorizes that people tend to naturally give love in the way that they prefer to receive love. And better communication between couples can be accomplished when one can demonstrate caring to the other person in the love language that that the recipient understands. An example would be a husband's love language is acts of service. Now that's biased, but I'll go on. He may be confused when he does... Or wait, he may be confused when he does laundry for his wife and she doesn't perceive that as an act of love, viewing it as simple as simply performing household duties. Because the love language she comprehends is words of affirmation, verbal affirmation, that he loves her, she may try to use what she values, words of affirmation, to express her love for him, which he would not value as much as she does. If she understands his love language and mows the lawn for him, he perceives his love language as an act of expressing her love for him. Likewise, if he tells her he loves her, she values that act of love. Pretty basic, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, now um, there has been a lack of research to test the validity of Chapman's model and whether it can be generalized. Suggests that five love, like five love languages might have some degree of psychometric validity despite their abstract nature. Okay, I have to look into that. Uh, the book was a bestseller, New York Times bestsellers list, August 2009. Newest edition of the Five Love Languages was released January 1st, 2015. Uh, he's released uh, several other books Dr. Chapman has. Blah, 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 blah. All right, you get it. Yeah. yeah? All right. Yeah. So then the first one that we covered basically was being uh, the words of affirmation, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The words of affirmation, you're so awesome, I'm so proud of you. Not your language. Remember, we're looking for our primary and our secondary. Oh. Uh. Yeah, that would definitely be a secondary, but not a primary. Okay, because that's all we have, right? It's one yeah. choice right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to have to go through them before I can even label. Okay. You know, uh, acts of service is love language number two. For some people, actions speak louder than words instead of having a partner gush about their love. People with this love language would show it by volunteering to do a chore, offering up an indulgent massage, or making dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait till after. Basically, I think all, a lot of these, oh, wait, let's, <laughs> I feel like all these things that we're talking about are mostly everyday acts that you can make, not to make it be like you're well, over the top. 
but for the fun of it, we're mm-hmm. going to pick our secondary and primary. Is that cool? Sure. <laughs> yeah, Receiving gifts. Gifts are another way. Now, they don't just mean gifts and buying shit, right? It's just buying that cute thing or remembering your favorite candy was, right? Mm-hmm. Or grabbing maybe one for you, right? Whatever it is. Mm. Quality time mm-hmm. uh, for some lovers. Getting undivided attention is the best gift of all. So airplane mode, phones off, kids are, are babysat or tied in the back bedroom. Uh, quality time is being spent. Um, focused quality time, nothing else but. Um, and physical touch. So physical touch is my first and then affirmation is my second. Really? Mm-hmm. So physical touch is your primary love language. Yeah. And then... I don't necessarily mean sex, but I mean just like... I know. Well, that's yeah. what they covered, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So your number one love language is touch. And secondary was? The affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah. Those are those are pretty good. Um, mm. I think those two are very personal. Yeah, I think I may go... Because I'm ecocentric. <laughs> Not eccentric, but egocentric mm-hmm. and driven. Selfishly. Um, quality time is there, uh, and I don't know, it's quality time, physical touch, yeah, maybe followed by acts of service, words of affirmation, receiving gifts. Receiving gifts is definitely last quality time. I feel like you can really make that in a matter of 15 minutes. That means more than an, an hour or an evening. So that's why I didn't choose that one. Cause that can be really, uh, simple. And then, um, maybe that's why we get along because you, you tend to deliver quality time to my, my motor mouth pretty well. (laughs) And you let me go off and just kind of blah, 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 and talk. And I don't, I feel like just as much of a connection with you. Like if we're in a crowd and you're talking and stuff, I don't need to necessarily be alone to feel that same connection with you. I think sometimes, I mean, obviously if it's, um, where we, put down social media and stuff and we enjoy where we're at or each other. That's what I mean by the quality. Of course. Time. I, I mean, that is wonderful, but I, but that I feel like the physical touch. Um, <laughs> let's see, I can create that, but that quality means the time. physical touch. Yeah. So the priorities for me would be that those are additives. Yeah. Well, I think the physical, uh, it's so hard because it's so vague at certain times, right? Like, if it's a gift, because gifts aren't aren't dead for me either, but the gifts for me kind of come in an act of service, right? So I guess I'd have to rule out gifts, and that's why act of service would be better, right? Because mm-hmm. um, it's hard to be used to somebody just doing something for you. Do you remember what you said to me today? You said, would this matter in what? Five days you have left. Oh, the urgency. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the things that I would crave if I didn't have you or whatever would be... Physical touch, mm. those things that you can't get. That's a good, that's a cool way to look at it, to where if, if someone you're with was gone, mm-hmm. what would you miss from them? The most. Yeah, that's a, I like that. That's a cooler approach to it, I think. Those are the things I feel like they can actually be created out of the physical touch or the um, words of affirmation can be created to be such a quality time and minutes with the physical words. Like you've, you and I have had how much quality time over the phone? Yeah. That was undivided attention, right? So, sure. So the quality time for me may be, you know, up there. I mean, we made it a while without physical touch. Yeah. You know, and that's what I I was kind of like, I'm not sure if the the quality time, you know, the physical touch uh, with words of affirmation, because all I had were the words. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? All I had were the words for a while. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the words of affirmation, sure. But but like you said, the physical touch, I've often defined. See, I did that. <laughs> See? Yeah, proper. I have I have often described as the physical touch is the reason people crave it so much is it's the only way to really say continually, I like you, 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 right? So if I'm hugging you or if we're having sex, right? From kissing you, whatever, this touch is like a energy transmission to it you. It is pretty, but it's like just now when you winked at me, I felt a, a, a really cool energy touch. Yeah, see? So that's why the, all those things, I think, can be mixed into certain things, you know? Mm. So that's, I, I think I really, if I, I looked at it like this. There's five cards in front of you, and each of those have your name, and you got to walk away and not look back. Pick two. Mm. Want, hearing you good? hearing you talk is would be rough to to but without, let's see yeah quality time physical touch I wouldn't the, need the, you to do a chore for me I wouldn't need you to buy anything yeah, for me I, I'm with you I, I I wouldn't need you to do anything just touch me and to remind me that you're there yeah because the touch is going to cover the words mm-hmm. you know what I mean the touch is like if you lost your yeah. way to speak one day sure. you know it'd so be hard to have quality time the... though because if you couldn't speak I couldn't interact or you know what I mean I couldn't hear you we couldn't vibe you know. Like we could, but you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, you couldn't be hurt. You know what I'm saying? It'd be yeah. just me running my mouth. What a dream. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah. serious. I mean, yes, I think you're right. It's kind of like the, uh, what, what's the Ten Commandments? Like George Carlin does. You can boil it down to two. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I think I have heard that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't need the, uh, you don't need all <clears throat> ten of them. But um, the things that you... Uh, you almost physically need to survive. Mm. Physical touch. Because after a and while, information that gets you. of love. Yeah, that's true. And those are timeless. Yeah. I can't. When I'm 80 years old, I won't be able to go wash your car for you and wax it. Wait, take it. I was trying to bring it up, but it started to play. Yeah, well, we're just doing a lot of action on the computer, so it's kind of like going to play. Yeah, I was trying to bring it up to where everybody could hear, but I ended up fast-forwarding the whole thing. Way overboard. <laughs> right? I'm going to break it up intermittently. Just think, you know, maybe Facebook will be kind. I know, right? The Lord thy God in vain, thou shalt keep holy the Sabbath. Right off the bat, the first three, pure bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Pure bullshit. Lord's name, strange gods, spooky language. (laughs) Spooky language. Designed to scare and control Ooh, primitive people. <laughs> In no way did 
the superstitious nonsense like this applied to the lives of intelligent, civilized humans in the 21st century. The first three commandments, you're down to seven. <laughs> I'm breaking up a little bit. Honor thy father and mother. I wonder what the new ones would be if we had to actually create those. The truth is, obedience and respect should not be automatic. They should be earned. They should be based on the parents' performance. Yeah, you are not owed respect just because you're a fucking parent. Right. You should be based on performance. Parents deserve respect. Most of them don't. Period. <laughs> you're down to six. Now, in the interest of logic, something religion is very uncomfortable with, we're going to jump around the list a little bit. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Stealing and lying. Well, actually, these two both prohibit the same kind of behavior. Dishonesty, stealing, and lying. So you don't need two of them. Instead, you combine them and you call it, thou shalt not be dishonest. You're down to five. I am. <laughs> I have two others that belong together. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Once again, that's a man did right yeah. there. <laughs> in this case, marital infidelity, the difference coveting takes place in the mind. And I don't think you should outlaw fantasizing about someone else's wife. I was just going to say, maybe the wife slipped that in. About when he's waxing his carrot. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, talks about the thought of. So we're going to keep the idea and call this one, Thou shalt not be unfaithful. And suddenly, we're down to four. But when you think about it, honesty and fidelity are really part of the same overall value. So in truth, you could combine the two honesty commandments with the two fidelity commandments and give them simpler language, positive language instead of negative, and call the whole thing, Thou shalt always be honest and faithful. And we're down to three. Bam! <laughs> They're going away. They're going away fast. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. This one is just plain fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Coveting your neighbor's goods is what keeps the economy going. <laughs> I thought that How was the female version. Coveting creates jobs. Leave it alone. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. Now coveting, we're down to two: the big honesty and fidelity commandment, and the one we haven't talked about. Not kill, murder, murder. Oh, when you think about it, <laughs> when you think about it, religion has never really had a big problem with murder. Not really. More people have been killed in the name of God than for any other reason. All you have to do. Just saying. Crusades. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. All you have to do is look at Northern Ireland, the Middle East, Kashmir, the Inquisition, the Crusades, and the World Trade Center to see how seriously the religious folks take "Thou shalt not kill." The more devout they are, wow. the more they see murder as being negotiable. Funny. It's, it's negotiable. negotiable. <laughs> it's yeah. negotiable. The more devout, like, the more eh. negotiable. Right. Depends. Eh. <laughs> it depends. Mm -hmm. How much oil am I going to get? My revised list of the two commandments. Thou shalt always be honest and faithful to the provider of thy nookie. That's a good one. And thou shalt try real hard not to kill anyone. <laughs> Unless, of course, they pray to a different invisible man from the one you pray to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'll just put a carrier down the hill in his fucking pocket. If they had a list like that, I wouldn't mind those folks in Alabama putting it up on the courthouse wall. As long as they included one additional commandment, thou shalt keep thy religion to thyself. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wonderful. I had to look it up, man. I hope you didn't kick us off Facebook. That'd be really cool if you let us stay. Um, I'm going to double check on the phone and see if we're still live, too. But uh, um, I had to play it, man. More than likely, they probably kicked us off. You think so? I don't know. You kind of put, broke it up a little. Yeah, it looks like we're still kicking it. It's actually the first time I've heard that. I thought I had heard it. God, I didn't say it again. We're still live. Thank you, Facebook. I appreciate it. Let us play that. I uh, might have time to review. <laughs> so the three mm. commandments, right, is uh, that I shall always be honest and faithful to the pri- provider of thy nookie. <laughs> uh, thou I shall am not, not going to not be good to my supplier. Right. Thou shalt not. Uh, thou shalt do their best not to kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and commandment number three, provided they don't pray to another visible God other than mine. Uh, <laughs> it's funny how you can really... Uh, roll it all into, like you said, a, a, a smaller amount. Remember when we were talking about wishes and yeah. you said, uh, how many, you know, what would you wish? And I really kind of crammed them all into one. Yeah. You did like, the whole comma, happiness thing. Comma, semicolon. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was more like broad where it was like super happy or something where I was like, well, I'd be happy if they got this and they got that. So I didn't wish for that, you know, where I just kind of summarized it. They could probably do that with the Ten Commandments. Which would you choose if you had to pick three? Those three work fine. Which are? I like George Carlin's commandments. I'm good there. I'm good there. <laughs> Which were those? What, what were they? I they just were the... it was, thou shalt always be honest and true to the provider of thy nookie. Yeah. Thou shalt do your best not to kill anyone, uh-huh. provided they don't pray to another invisible man. Okay. <laughs> now I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm okay with two of them. The invisible man, I don't care what you pray to if you're still funny. doing those other things for me. <laughs> well, it's just funny. It's just funny the fact that oh, you pray to Allah, or you pray to God, you pray to whatever, you don't pray, oh, we can kill you. Murder's fine, right? So, I'll try not to kill anyone. I'll do the best I can not to kill anyone that doesn't harm myself or attack anyone I love. Uh, I can add those two. My philosophy though that I've worked out, that was pretty cool. I just use that to yeah. I mean, yeah. I've heard people even sum it up where they say, look, uh, treat your neighbor like you would yourself. But some people treat themselves really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that doesn't stick. That doesn't, I don't, you can't sum it up, I think, with that one. If you could sum up the dating commandments, <laughs> what, what dating commandments would you use? What's one of them? We can come up with some. Uh, okay. Thou shall. Always Google whoever we date. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. No, you better. <clears throat> no, Carrie. I didn't Google you. <laughs> you didn't have to. I was already all over it. No, nope, no. Nope. You I were just stalking me already. Whatever. <laughs> you are on crack. I will admit if I, I look had like it. <laughs> no, I did not. I promise. I liked your voice, but I... I you know the story on that. I know. You get defensive. <laughs> I do, because you said that you pulled my IP address. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're lying about that. I'm not. You're teasing about that. You no, could not. No, 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 no. I'm teasing it like 80s hair, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, aren't you, Mr. Uh... You say that? What, what, pun? What is that called? I don't know what it is. Anyway, so the Ten Commandments. Yeah. I'm going to go with number 10. Thou shalt always Google who you date. Okay. Google who you date is the first one. You yeah, that's commandment number 10 of the 10 dating commandments. If you're listening to or you're watching live, you guys, post whatever you think a dating commandment should be. <laughs> yeah. What's another dating commandment? Oh, that was so good. I wonder what she's saying. 
I would I would pull from George Carlin's too. Is mm-hmm. thou shall always be honest to the provider of thy nookie, mm-hmm. and honest when I want to change nookie. <laughs> Those are kind of still the same one, like you were saying. Either way, guy or girl, <laughs> that's right? one. But be honest when you want to change. Yeah, that's that could. Cut, that, I don't want to. I don't want to waste a card because that could be into the be honest with the one that's supplying the nookie. So let's we don't just, want to waste that. Let's get the 10 vague ones <laughs> and then let's George Carlin them. Okay. George Carlin in them. Yeah. Okay. How about don't fuck my friends? <laughs> yes. Thou, you got to be thou. No, thou shalt not fuck my friends. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, you got to. Uh, thou thou sh- shalt not penetrate my friends' my partners. Friends. No. Or oh, don't fuck your friends either. But sometimes a good friendship turns into something that lasts a long time. These are rules if you're dating someone. You don't right, fuck the dating their friends. <laughs> right, but you're kind of reminding yourself not to fuck their friends is what it sounds like. Oh, I guess I never thought <laughs> okay, that because I've never... I will not fuck Adam's friends. I've never needed that <laughs> reminder. <laughs> right, but I know you're set, right? Is um, what? So thou shall... Well, it's kind of cooped up with the keep thy nookie to thyself, right? <laughs> thou shall be keep honest, your, to the supplier. Yeah. Right. That's right. true. Because then you wouldn't cheat on them or fuck your friends. Right. Um, so we got Google okay, your. Okay, so thou shalt. Trim your. No. <laughs> um, no more commandments? This I know. is it? No. Just don't fuck no, nobody? No. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> that's it. Just don't fuck nobody else no. and we're good. The standards are low. I don't know. What's thou shalt not strike my partner physically. Yeah. And these are givens, but these are... Yeah, you can use that one because it might fall into your being honest with them. Right. Or maybe <laughs> So they're... you have to add that one so that it counteracts. Like, I know you're being honest with me. You want to punch me in the freaking face, but I have this other right. rule to set up to make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah. But what if they're into that sexually, though? What if it's their bedroom call? Thou shalt not strike my partner, but she's asking for it. Well, that's okay. Then Show you're me. abiding by the commandments. <laughs> you can okay. feel like a good person. Mm. Mm. Now, I see you can add a... a, a these are... Are we talking dating or relationship commandments? Because these are definitely different. Um, let's say relationships. That's what we're really... Uh, or no, it can be dating yeah. because then you fall into... If you don't follow those guidelines, then you can't be dating. Yeah, and be careful who you date because you never know who you'll fall in love with. Right, right. That's a really, really good one. All right, so number 10 Google commandment, dating commandments is Google anyone. <laughs> Google whoever it is you're going to date or go on a date with. Um, number nine, continually. Google the person that you follow are, up. <laughs> follow up on ten. Continually <laughs> Google who you're dating because you God knows what the fuck. After fifteen you years, you must have had some interesting experiences. <laughs> if you have to even consider that, think about anybody. I know, right? Where you go? Oh, that dude was arrested three times since I dated him four years ago. Yeah, thou shall not marry anyone I've met online. <laughs> you met me online. No, I did not. Uh, we had our first conversation online. No, ma'am. And we didn't converse. I just commented. Yes, you say converse. Very good. Most people don't. <laughs> most most people don't. Okay. Most people go, we conversated. Oh, really? Yeah, most people are like, we conversated that night. But yeah, no, we didn't. I don't even know what that is. Okay. <laughs> no, but for real. No, we did. We talked the first time. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember I saw you. I was like, holy shit. You were glowing in this like bar of TVs, which is weird. Bar of TVs. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, so Google and follow up Google your partner continually. No. <laughs> That's a good one. That's funny because, like you said, they can change in a matter of a week where they're this new person that you 
had no idea they were really that they didn't show you. Oh, we can, we'll find a way to combine eight and nine. <laughs> eight should be thou shalt not marry anyone I met online. <laughs> Number seven should be thou shalt not marry anyone I met while drunk <laughs> <laughs> or in a bar. I can't agree with those, but okay. <laughs> Why not? Because we met in a bar. Not drunk. I know. See? You didn't Intoxication put works then. Yeah, I just can't put those in there because I know yeah. that there's plenty of people that have had relationships. 50 50 is the divorce rate, honey. Well, you do. 50 <laughs> 50 is also the divorce rate of people that met in church. <laughs> yeah, well, at least abusive relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things are to me like can't be a demanding thing. Maybe thou shalt not stop caring about yourself. Thou shalt sit at a dial up computer for <laughs> one hour before I date anyone seriously. Before I become monogamous. Okay. No, you're not cool with six. <laughs> I would have probably never have a relationship. <laughs> just, I would be the one that's going, I don't, I don't, I don't need it anymore. Here you go. Take the computer back. I don't care. Bye. Frustrated. No, guys. <laughs> I would leave. <laughs> but see, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need it anymore. I would, I would just probably be so impatient, sadly, that I'd go, that's okay. I don't need it anymore. Yeah. All right. We've been real negative in the reminders here, <laughs> but that's okay because technically the Ten Commandments kind of read the as such. should be the ones that are easy. The ones that are rules are the ones that you, you kind of might be screwing up on. Like, I don't think it should be a commandment. To Thou shalt you. always put the toilet seat down. <laughs> I have to say, I agree. No. 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 I, no. I, yeah, I do. I agree. I, yeah. I, that does... Um, Make things a lot. Louder. For me, thou shall always put the toilet paper roll on the proper way. <laughs> no one pulls from underneath. No one pulls from underneath. You spin on the top. You spin <laughs> downwardly. You spin downwardly. I'm not flipping up. Yeah. I'm not flipping because then the toilet paper goes to the ground and I got to catch it beforehand. Then I rip it awkwardly and it spins extra off. Yeah, Everyone we've never knows. had that issue. I don't spin think either one of us. Spin down. Thou shall put the toilet paper roll so on the So if properly. you're in a, in a hotel room and it's the opposite, do you take the time to switch it? Like it's your room for if, a couple hours, a few hours, like the evening. If the shit's going to take a while. <laughs> if go, I'm, while I'm here. Yeah, if I'm chilling a while, I'm like, eh, yeah, a little well. better than Instagram. Isn't it funny? It's like you're rearranging your room. Yeah. This well, one looks better here. Let's flip this around. When I... <laughs> we do that. We're like dogs, right? You put a dog in the new backyard, it finds its boundaries and sniffs the whole fucking edge. That's why all the bars got so smart and putting all the ads in the walls and the stalls. Yeah, yeah. And they're like... Actually, Ooh, there's that club around here. I'm going to go there next. Actually, the, the cat that runs Red Carpet Monday that I introduced you to, that yeah. dude, mm -hmm. he does the uh, napkin advertisement, but mm -hmm. it was also doing the computerized generated thing in front of the uh, urinal. Oh, okay. Yeah. This the storm is some... here. <laughs> you hear it? In case you're in Florida, uh, look that shit up. The fucking front is gigantic. <sighs> well, and, yeah, well, we were kind you... of in storm mode this morning, really. If anyone lives on the east side of fucking the United States... In southern Canada, they're getting fucking rained on right now or rain. snowed on. Rain or snowed on. It's the, the front goes from beyond the Keys into the Straits, almost to Cuba, all the way up the center of the United States into Canada right now. That's one cool thing that I've actually been Look how dark it experiencing. Got in the studio. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, we're about to turn all light. Yeah. <laughs> Just got all pornographic. I know it. Yeah. You can't see anything. Hi, everybody. We're still here. I'm going to get a beer. You keep talking. All right. I'll keep talking. So let me ask you, uh, emails out there. 
Do you ever find yourself where you're like, this is everything that I've ever wanted and I still don't feel like um, it was what I was expecting and what should I do next and who do you turn to? Who do you talk to about your relationship to why you feel that way? Like sometimes when you, I've, I actually had a friend that came to me and was saying that um, she has everything that she thought that she wanted. She got it. And then she was just like, I still have that same feeling. I've just come up with new things that I want. What do you do? What are we talking about? Um, I was talking about a friend of mine that finally got the man that she wanted. He was. Patricia's lucky, isn't she? I'm not talking <laughs> about me. <laughs> I got that too, but I'm not the one that's still not um, satisfied. Basically, she she was um, <laughs> she was kind of getting everything that she, on paper what she wanted. And um, then she still seems to be in the same level of searching, just different ones now that she got the ones that she wanted. Mm. It's, the, it's not well, even like... Did she um, check off her primary and secondary love language and called it a day? I, I think she didn't speak any love language. I think she just had a literally a, a list of, to, a checkoff list and she got all those. And then um, it's now she's just like, I have all that and I it's not even what I thought it would be. Some of those social constructs are so ingrained in our lives in the environments by our parents or whatever we're around mm -hmm. of what that's supposed to be, yeah. you know, of, you know, it, it gets so predictive where people imagine this is what she'll look like. This is what he'll do. Yeah. This is what he'll drive. This is what she'll say. She'll have blonde hair. He'll be. Have you had a friend that's been that detailed with what they're yeah. looking for? Oh, it's yeah. just crazy to me. And they're like, by 23, I'll have my first kid. By 25, I'm having the second one. It'll be a boy. This is the girl, the boy. I'll be. And I kind of think, I'm like, you're just forgetting the whole, like, I want to be married before I'm 23 or whatever the numbers, right? And I'm kind of going, you know, you've kind of flown by the whole part of finding real love, right? Yeah. You just kind of, like at 23, that's the year then to date you, isn't it? You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Cue then. Right. Cue, yeah. I was just thinking about the how the other day, uh, actually, wasn't it today? We went to that uh, JB's. What's it called? BJ's? Yeah, JB's Fish Camp. JB's Fish Camp. Yeah, that was, by the way, it was excellent food, right? Um, when we were over there talking, how we were like, I didn't imagine, because I had been there for the first time, you know, with Caitlin and Suzanne. Yeah. And you, you have no idea when you're going to be in that same place, same situation, whatever. And you're so trying to plan everything. Like, what if I just planned that they, there, there's no way I imagined that I would be living walking distance from the restaurant that we were at, you know, that I was at six or seven, maybe That's eight so years ago. That's so strange, right? Well, yeah. how long ago? Eight was, years? More long. What the fuck? More longer. More longer than that. <laughs> I actually was in country 14 years ago. And she took me to get fish and alligator. <laughs> I don't know what I just went we to. Get off. That was it was a hot. mixture. It was like a. It was kind of hot, though. I was like, are we done with the show yet? <laughs> Wrap this shit up. I don't know. I don't know where she was. <laughs> Either way, I was in some place where I was just like, I didn't expect. I mean, I had a great time, all that kind of stuff. And you leave and you just don't even put the thought that maybe you could be there again. Anyway, That's it was crazy. Eight 14, years ago. No, 14 years ago. Fuck that. Really? I was like 30, yeah. 14, it was right when I got divorced. You just told everybody how old you were. Well, 13. But, but 14. I'm 43. Either way, but that long ago, you were here. <laughs> you were here with your best friend hanging out, chilling. 
Yeah. And then today we're at the same restaurant today that you never once, you know what I mean? It's not even on your mind that you may have lived there one day. Yeah, that's not cool. at all. And that's I think, cool. I think sometimes too, that's why I enjoy taking pictures. Um, cause now when I go back and look at those photos, I can really reel back in the events that took place on that day. You know, like I had a, a phenomenal time with Suzanne and Caitlin and we sat where we were sitting and I have a, you know, great memory to it. Now I can attach the one that we created today, which was actually, you know what I was going to talk to um, you about that. Remember today. So something that we came across yeah. that I didn't really, um, same thing as I wanted to wait till then. Okay. So <laughs> myself used to being in a relationship with myself. <laughs> Right, right, right. Well, the, the continual talking to self, right? The, well, no, I, I mean, just mean. in the when I'm walking into the bar it's or a restaurant, I, I sit where the fuck I want, right? And when I walk in with a man like yourself, the man, I guess, has to look at the door, the crowd. I felt sort of like someone put baby in the corner. I don't like my back face to the crowd. I felt honestly like I was kind of going, What's going on back there? But then, so. That's in the beginning. We get up and we go walk and we have a wonderful walk on the deal and have a little drink out there. Then we go back and we sit in the corner. And same position, you watch the door and I'm watching the ocean. I'm yeah. looking at this beautiful view and you're talking about what you get to see. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, Fuck, I'm glad I don't get to watch or see that shit. I can actually separate myself and look outside, look out the water. So I started out feeling... Um, like that was kind of taken from me. Really? <clears throat> and then I felt appreciative that it was taken from me. But it's, well, it's old fashioned. It's certainly old fashioned. It's the same reason when we're walking to the beach. And well, biking. I don't mean taken. I shouldn't say that. You obviously, I can sit wherever the fuck I want. I know yeah. that. But I know there's a press. Well, just, it's just an old fashioned male thing. But it's same when we're walking next to the road or the curb. Yeah. That I'm like, I have to be inside by the road in the curb. That's just, my mom taught me that shit. You know? I mean, my mom a, taught me. It's you know? a great, it's a great um, change for me. And I do appreciate it. But it's, it's a learning process. Yeah. It is. You, you the storm? It rains here now. We yes, got tornado watch in our area too. <laughs> I, that's one thing. I've never been so exposed to weather. Yeah. Like over there in Arizona, I was certainly like, are. so it's 110 or 115 or what the <laughs> hell It's 122 today. Yeah. You know, over here, it's literally, um, it's, you know, five minutes, it's sunny and great. The next minute it's pouring rain for five seconds and then it's on and on. Yeah. It, it's definitely pouring right now, man. It's coming down. I, um, I was pulling up. The I heard it's definitely pouring right now. Yeah. Um, pouring. Porn. Porn. It's definitely porn right now. <laughs> um, yeah, the front's actually getting here. We got. We're gonna have a tornado or something. It'll be hey, at least crazy. they're keeping us online, right? Yeah. Well, the heavy we storm had parts. Some trouble come, with the internet. Yeah, it's true. The heavy stuff is kind of uh, flying by us. It's just getting to us. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's just getting there. We're that's gonna. A have lot. A, it doesn't know. even seem like much buildup to that. Well, there's they're still behind it. See, the front still is still yeah. coming. If you watch it on the radar. Yeah, they can't really. No, I think it's just it. like, we'll make out if you're watching, but it's kind of there. Um, what I was trying to do is actually add uh, someone to the Facebook Live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The way that I know you can do it, we've been on for about an hour or so already, but just talking about the love languages themselves. But um, 
Usually when someone's there, I can uh, add them to that conversation. Cool. We'll try to add them. That'd be fun. Yeah. I was um, looking at Melissa, actually. Oh, did she say she would? Oh, well. Um, I'm yeah. interested if she would or not. Yeah. We'll put people on the spot that way. Um, yeah, that's just chatting about Melissa it. doesn't hold back. I know that much. <laughs> She's my sister. Yeah. Hi, sister. Melissa Wakeham. We call her Lisa. So. To to wrap up really the back end, right? The the five love languages. I know we were getting there. We, we were talking about our two. And what I couldn't help but pick out, we flew right over it. But mm-hmm. it seems that we match in love language. Yeah. Yeah, it's what well, it seemed to be because we both put acts of service above receiving gifts. As receiving gifts is last. Yeah. And then acts of service just above that with quality time and words of affirmation being one and two. And words of affirmation... Uh, really being placed third because physical touch is essentially the affirmation of. Yeah, you can talk the physical language. Right. So so if we had to pick a primary, right, is quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation. These are the three that you and I tend to go to. So your primary. Physical would, touch. Really? Yeah. Remember, I said that. I wouldn't change my mind on that at all. All right. So physical touch is number one and and then telling you. Yeah. So see, I could do without telling me if I had to. I could not. Could you do without quality time of total attention paid to you? Yeah. Really? I had that my oh. entire life. Oh, that's not kind. You I could do without it. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> I could. Well, how? Why would you deprive other people of that? Because if I have to choose. Yeah, but that's sad. Because no way, man. The quality time with you. See, so. <sighs> I think quality time has to take number two for me. I think physical touch is one, quality time of two, words of affirmation three. Um, I've had a lot of people tell me some sweet shit. And they do some bad shit. You know what I mean? So I can get by the words of affirmation. But the quality time, you're very attentive when I'm talking, even about dumb shit. And that's something I, I, I couldn't deal without that. I don't know if my ego could. And so physical touch for sure. But quality time's got to be second because there's going to be a time where I, I can't bang you. We can, <laughs> we can try all the way up to a thing, but we can always hug and touch and hands, which is cool. So that's there. Um, but the quality time, I think that's just the moment. That, I, think I, I think I almost have to put quality time number one. I do. I think I put quality time number one, uh, physical touch number two, uh, words of affirmation uh, number three. Because they're coming from you. Four acts of service and gifts. It is coming down outside right now. Yeah, it is pouring. I can actually hear it now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the quality time, I, I just feel like it can be so created with those other things. So if I get well, to... Well, physical touch I, is quality fucking time for right, sure. That's what I mean. So I wouldn't want to deal without your voice, your words. I, I'd love to hear you. <clears throat> hear your stories. Well, that's kind of stories. I... Your stories are very expressive. So if I had to deal without hearing those, I would lose half of you. Oh, well, let's see. Quality time for some lovers is getting undivided attention is the best gift of all. People with this love language feel most love when their partner switches into airplane mode for date night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do that often with me. And, you know, it's self-explanatory, the physical touch. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to pull something. Number one. see what google pops up and i put the number one thing people want relationships (laughs) Um, and see the number one thing they want a real relationship 
right? So again, subjective language, but um, what people really want from relationships. Uh, every year, the nature of reality changes. Da, 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 some people think, yeah, compassion, gentleness, but what most people... They need to feel that chemical high. Some relationships are about ego and partners telling them how they wonderful, attractive you are. Compassion, gentleness, and love seems to be the key factors of making relationships work. The low-level emotions, anger, violence, fear, kill, and kill all, kill relationships. all relationships. Compassion. But what most the people... low-level of emotions, anger. Yeah, basically that's what I was saying, what kills it. But mm -hmm. for most people, what, what someone wants is there for them no matter what. Placing them above everything to be best friends, exclusive lovers, have frequent and good communication, someone to share their lives with. Uh, they want someone who cares, who is dedicated to their relationship, making them feel loved, needed, and removing many of their fears. Jeez, caretaker, that's a lot Sounds of Sounds like they want that person to fix them. Right. Or well, to reassure them that I'm going to be the perfect answer for you the whole time. I can't do that. A lot of fucking pressure to put on somebody. <laughs> yeah. Patricia, look, what I'm going to need from you before we move this forward <laughs> yeah. is I'm going to need you to care who's dedicated to this relationship. You make me feel love needed. You remove many of my fears. You're a caretaker for the weary and frightened souls. I'll do anything for you in quotes. Clients often say, Jesus, I did. Yeah. Well, I, you see why a lot of dudes pay for it. Well, think <laughs> about it. There's so many knight in shining armor cliches like they want someone to come and rescue them or save them and then the females they're supposed to be submissive and just like that one dude was saying on the joe rogan show the other day i want to freaking punch joe rogan and his stupid ass guest they were so rude about women in brendan general Schwab. yeah, yeah about brendan they were dickholes he's I wanted, kind of an asshole yeah <laughs> kind of He's being a dick that day. How about I go up to them and say, oh, really? Nobody likes people like you or the way you yeah. look or the way you talk or I don't date well, guys look, like you because of this. I hate to say it, but Brendan Schwab, bro, you got some bad skin thing going on up yeah. close. He needs to get a Schwab of ointment is yeah. what he needs. And I'm only pointing it out because <laughs> he chose to point out things he found disgusting on women. That disgusting a lot of, he used. That word yeah, disgusting. He used I, disgusting. And a lot of women can't help certain things. And the way he was talking about general. it. There's yeah. plenty of men that have the same thing that he was talking about. Like, I'd love to see those things right or well let's say joe rogan's um, only like five seven okay so five seven so that means we're going to go towards the body or the uh, length proportion of <laughs> okay yeah or the length of things matters right size yeah. matters there but yeah they were saying some pretty fucked up he shit was a bit, you know i felt like joe rogan was a bit coattailing yeah no matter what how extreme was it was he was trying to give his boy some help because he had just gotten some trouble saying some bullshit and then he turns around and says some more bullshit yeah it's like covering yeah. up one drug with one other one that's what he said he looked at the ufc uh, the ufc mma fight night um cast and he said well they got every box checked don't they so it was just and it was all uh black people mm -hmm. on the board <clears throat> or on the uh, night on the show yeah and uh, he commented on how, well, they're checking all the boxes, aren't they? I was like, wow, dog. Box. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Everything. He, he was, to me, it was just like pointing out so many negatives. And, you know, it's kind of like you were saying today when we were at lunch at that place when uh, the female behind me was being so negative toward the point where you were just like, dude, oh shut God. the, shut yeah, up. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad to hear. It was, I couldn't help but hear it. It was, it was so kind of like. I just have to listen to this because that 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 chimp is making some weird noise. Makes you happy. You don't have to deal with that every day. Yeah, like just the negativity. Yeah, it's just a spoiled brat, little blonde girl thing that I was just like, oh, stop talking.
<laughs> it's like I'm enjoying myself right now, but I can't. But overhear the seagull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, meh, meh, meh. That's all I heard. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I blocked that out. I got drawn in by the article about what men actually really want. You know, one thing men want more than sex, and it happens to be one thing women find hard to give. Oh, okay. What is that? Yeah. Hey, good men project readers. Did you know that your partner? Da, 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 I'm gonna go. It's just so many little articles. How many times is all men want is sex? When I was 37 years old, when I, I was suspected, 17. It said not 37. Yeah. If you keep going now. Oh, okay, when I was bad. 37 years old, I suspected it might not be true. So when he was 17, he expected sex. Da, 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 da. Now that I'm 73 years old, uh, I know it's not true. Now, don't get me wrong. Sex can be wonderful. This is under the assumption that all men want is sex. Yeah. You know, that's, again, that's a little narrow-minded. Something is more important than sex and something is acceptable. That meditating more women and difficulty giving and the understanding and advance dawned me slowly because most of, what does it say for the rest of that sex has been the topic? Yeah, have they gotten there? It's been meeting regularly with six or three other guys. Da, 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 da. But we've also learned to be honest with each he other. Wants to be able to learn of his failures and successes, whatever. Let's see. Uh, the early lesson was uh, validated. I'm it's always wanting sex is the mark of manliness for many. It's better to be turned down again and again and again to be seen as a jerk who is totally... A jerk. <laughs> I just want to like get to the bottom. It's yeah, all just yeah, like right? fluff, you know. Uh, always wanting sex as a part of the male persona. We wear at a show we're manly. A uh, lot of generalizations here. Uh, just as oh my god, can we get to the bottom of this fucking subjective bullshit article, please? No. Like I just not. like say the thing. No. Like, what would be one thing? Like that's what do you think? That's a difficult for women to give. They say, but uh-huh. all men want. In the open generalization there. <laughs> um, difficult for women to give that all men want. Yeah. I guess probably stupid. There you uh, go. Oh, God, you're going to hate this. Space, for a, time. For a woman, she must go beyond her own conditioning to be open to a man who is making her, himself vulnerable in new ways. She must have a great deal of self-love and self-confidence to accept being a safe a safe harbor. She must also have the strength to protect herself when his shame at being vulnerable turns into anxiety, anger, or depression. It, it isn't easy for men and women to take these kinds of risks, but the payoff is for a lifetime of deepening love and intimacy. So, um, oh, I love it when they get to the first second. Um, so first, women have their own conditioning about men being men. <clears throat> if he doesn't want sex, then worried that they may not be attractive enough. Second, a man wanting to <clears throat> wanting to be held and nurtured triggers feelings that they are dealing with a boy, not a man. I can tell you how many clients I have who say things like, uh, I've got three children in the house. Um, there are two sons, and then there's my husband. Oh, so they reference him yeah, as a boy. A child. Women want a man, but worry that they have another little boy. Third, women fear men don't feel manly. They know that most violent men are men who feel weak and powerless. They often had experiences of men allowing themselves to be gentle and vulnerable, only to have them respond with anger and rage later. It takes a lot of time and maturity for men to admit to themselves that they need a safe harbor. That's what they're going to. So for a woman, she must go beyond her own conditioning. Right in, in new ways. She must have a great deal of self-love, self-confidence. She must, so, must also have the strength to protect herself. Uh, it isn't easy for men and women. So I think they're getting to what all men really want other than sex is a safe harbor. to Someone to come back to. You need to be there for him when he really fucks up and needs somewhere to run to. 
Okay, there, biased, a little personal experience <laughs> drifted into your decision. Um, yeah. I personally got from that myself <laughs> was a safe harbor to be vulnerable and not have to feel so manly all the time that I can just go, hey, I'm having a rough go at it this week. And they cannot have to feel like they have it all under control all the time and every thought that they got it planned, that they have emotions too. And it's difficult for women to give that. The article is trying to say it's very general because they have their defined ideas of what makes a man, that the man doesn't have emotions, that he's not going to be bothered, that he's not going to break down and lose confidence or whatever and have these emotions. So it's difficult because a woman doesn't want a boy. She wants a man. And here he is having emotions and crying and feeling weak and feeling like I got to get my shit together. He lost it or he's raging out or he becomes violent. Um, They look at that as weak and not together. I gave that perspective to coincide with your uh, preface, which was, you're going to love this. So I, I was literally turning it into that, like what the typical person would hear when they read what you just said. Like yours, what you just said. Um, what I hear is the guy wants a safe harbor that I can be human. A that soft I, space to fall. Not only I can go out and cheat and mm-hmm. be a piece of shit and you take me and back and accept me anyway. Yeah. No way did I hear that. Well, well I, yeah, but I thought that's what you were um, <laughs> no. saying. Prepare, for, prepare. Then why would I hate that? I don't know. It's a, no, I said you'll love this because I think you would agree with it. Oh, I thought you were literally saying, oh, you're going to love this. I know that you would agree with it. Oh, okay, they want yeah, the yeah. safe harbor. Yeah. Is to be honest. And, and I, I do. I think a lot of men do want that, but they take advantage of that. I think it's, they, nice. it's a nice feeling to feel like you have somewhere to go home to. We don't have to be so safe. fucking hard. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be so I got it together all the time. And it's it is draining. I'm telling you, it's not just dudes. Women's women get that shit too. Especially today, man. I mean, yeah. women gotta feel like they got it all together. They have to act like I, I got three mm-hmm. kids I'm running and this and that shit. And they gotta act like they got it all together because the kid can't see him break down. You know, and the husband too, whatever you know he's doing, if he's at home or working, whatever. You know, they gotta hold it together instead Wait. of Instead of being able to come back to your partner and go, hey, man, I'm fucking losing it this week. I almost beat somebody up for no reason. Uh, you know what I mean? I damn near caught a charge. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm, I'm fucking tripping. I contemplated suicide. I'm with, I'm feeling like losing this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm going to self-sabotage and burn the marriage down. You know, they want to be able to come back and be like, hey, man, fuck everybody right now. <laughs> you know, and that's OK. And they don't have to be like, well, he's losing it. He's, you know. So when when you're feeling like that and you want to go, do you, do you kind of feel like oh, I want to just go have a drink and escape? No, I don't like the escape link to drinking mm-hmm. or any of that. These are where does it kind of make you go? I don't want to escape. Mm-hmm. I don't. I hate that. Yeah. I, I, so many people in working in addiction for so long link that. You're like it's what still are there. You escaping. You still know it. You know it's still there, right? Yeah, it's not. It's bullshit. And the truth is, is it's mood modulation. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking escaping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you it, meditation is mood modulation, it changes your biology. So whatever someone, I don't. If you want to modulate your mood, now sure, people definitely modulate their mood with other things to escape. Sure, I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but I don't like to correlate the two, um, personally. Yeah. But um, I rarely have a shit day I need to get away from. I, I, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe the day itself where shit goes bad. We had a recent day, but it's not like I wake up multiple days during the week and I'm like, what a shit day I yeah. got to escape from today. I think that's... Um, now, that day I lost my <clears throat> tooth, I could deal without that day again. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that's a, the way... Um, I find the majority of people reference to it, you know, like when they're um, 
happier. A lot of times they say, oh yeah, I, I need this. I need to get away. I need to escape this or, you know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you went on one nine hundred voice on me. No, I think I'm choking up, and I was like, <clears throat> "Oh, you're choking." <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're I couldn't even talk. Spoken and call now. I'm over here talking like, "Yeah, if they're fucking done now." <laughs> yes, hi, call one nine hundred. You do have the voice for that shit, though. Your voice fucking matches. It's very radio voice, very on point. It uh, it can definitely be applied in many places, like yours. You know, I've actually worked in, uh, or not worked, but I delivered um, bagels and <laughs> bagels, bagels and bear claws and salads and <laughs> donuts and stuff like that to um, a phone sex place. No shit. Yeah. I walked in there and there's like about. Were they like, uh, we're hiring? No, dude. They were like 200 cubicles of repulsiveness. I couldn't believe, remember we were watching, it was TV or something we were watching, maybe it was a hotel we were at, but uh, I actually saw an advertisement for a, like, call your local singles yeah, yeah, or something, and I'm like, fucking, really? Yeah, well, I honestly, and I could hear their conversations, because I'd be sitting there serving, like, probably about 15 to 20 females, and they'd come up to my desk, or they'd call me over there, and woo. They'd load up because, you know, they can't leave their little desk because they're on the phone talking and stuff. But I would hear their conversations and I would be the couple of times when I go in the mornings, I'd go, I got to see what this girl looks like, <laughs> mm. you know, just because just because I yeah. can hear her talking and stuff. You go over there and it's like, did I just walk into an Aerosmith concert? You know that you remember that video where it's that woman ironing her clothes and she's like singing. A, she's talking to somebody on the phone in a very sexy voice. And she's actually this um woman in her home she's a habitat lady and she's ironing clothes and you think that the way that she's talking is just so like you are imagining her almost like what aerosmith video sky, is this? sky rise and she's just yapping away i is, don't know you sure and it's aerosmith i would put my everything i own on it hmm. aerosmith the woman is singing or talking on the phone and she does not look the, the way her voice appears and she puts the phone down and goes mm. about her day I've all so many like early nineties videos going through my head right now. Like I've seen Warrant in my head right now. I've seen no, all I'm poison. Positive it's Aerosmith. I've seen poison videos going through my head right now. I'm like, all right, no, no. Google it. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get lost. All right. all right. What Aerosmith song is it though? Do you know what song it is? No, baby, I wouldn't. Jeez, oh, that's to a Google giant it. list. <laughs> it's a, you don't need to Google it. No worries. That's just say it one more time. The, po the whole point of just say Google it one more time. <laughs> no. Come on. Google it. You always no, say that. Oh, you went through it. Uh, no. I always say what? You always make me repeat what things that I say. You enunciate rather always, well. Always, always. <laughs> I use always. You enunciate rather well. I don't. I don't speak that clearly. So when I hear someone use, you actually used both G's in Google. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. <laughs> I can't speak that clearly. Oh, that's. Try to say it again. Google. No, Google it. Google it. See, you use both G's. <laughs> no. Do it again. Google it. <laughs> yeah, that one wouldn't work. You say that. What, what else? Do you say figure. ranch? No. I don't think. The way you say engine. Engine. Yeah. Well, see, not... you, engine. People have to watch it. They have to see the way your mouth moves to say it. You enunciate so well. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm serious. I mumble and shit. That so... waitress the other night was kind of funny about that. But when we went to that uh, see? Yeah, the lobster bisque place. The lobster bisque place. Yeah. What is the joint? I don't know. Yeah, we were there, but I pointed it out, and I, she 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 concurred. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, let's see." Yeah, mm. I never really paid attention. What do you to think you enunciate so well? 
I don't. Because I'm I've just never terrible. Really, honestly, I've never really noticed it. It's hard for me to. There's just certain people. That, I mean, sometimes I mumble too. No, like, you don't. You speak very clearly. It's elegant, <laughs> and you enunciate like crazy. You do fuck up words though, but you're you're very quick at changing oh, it. I definitely did the um. But here's what's funny. I, like, I still do it, and I don't think I probably will change it, but I say catty corner instead of kitty corner. All right. Yeah, the vote is out. Oh, no, I say kitty corner. Yeah, what do you I say? say kitty corner. Kitty corner. And I say catty corner. Well, I I know formally it's catty. Is but it? I don't know for sure, I guess. That's but mostly what I hear, but what I use is catty. I don't care. There <laughs> you are. What, did you stop recording? No, of um, course not. No. So the, out of the, I was kind of wrapping up the love languages. What does someone do if they're with that person and they're not speaking their language? I mean, we say it, right? We say it in a, in a saying where we're like, oh, they're just not speaking my language. If they're not speaking your language, how did you fall in love with them? Right. Does the I, question with, come with on the that, person? To me, it seems like, sure, you're going to have some obstacles in any relationship, but if it's so much work in the beginning of how to even feel the love, mm. let alone sort through it, yeah, I don't know that I'd want to even try that. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to. Like I, I literally would walk backwards. I'm like this. No, I don't. I don't want to go to class again on how to make this work. Maybe that's why second marriages and third and fourth fail so much. Their Less. statistics are worse than the first marriage. Oh, because they throw in the towel earlier. No, because they go, I'm not changing for anybody. The only person I'm looking for who's going to change for me. And remember, I remember the, the Cognitive Rampage show I did where I talked about uh, the only issue when you're with a narcissist is not becoming one when you leave them. Yeah, I remember that. So it's the same idea that when you're a person that, say, has been in a relationship where you've been ignored or you're not, you know, being treated well or whatever, mm-hmm. and you've been asked to change or morph or do other stuff, then no one's done that for you. Then you finally leave. Now you're the person that becomes the person you were just with looking for the next person going, I don't want to learn anybody anymore. It's my time. Somebody's going to serve me now. And then they look and well, I can't find anybody. Yeah. Right? And it, it's I definitely like, don't. I don't think I'm even close to there. I, I think more like, um, I know you're saying in general, I, I think more, but in reference to what I just said, that meaning that I said that I don't want to do that anymore. I'm talking at a certain stage. I am too. You know, I like, mean, think about anybody at any age. Think about a 60 year old that if, how do you expect to find a relationship then that would meet you in the middle and serve both of you? Well, if the one person after so many goes, I'm looking for somebody that serves me well. Okay. But you follow me. That's how people get it. I think they do. They get so burnt and beat up from past relationships that, after a while, well, remember when I told you, I think a difference between a good relationship and a bad that'll last is when both parties are saying, how can I serve this person mm-hmm. as opposed to does this person serve me? Sure. So if we're walking out of a shitty relationship where you did all the serving and then you go, no, nah, sister, I'm looking for the next man to serve in me. It's my time. I yeah. don't want to go to school. I don't want to change for nobody. Yeah, I'm just who I am. Mm-hmm. And then you get with some dude, and then that's the same person you hear going, I can't find any real man. 
only men around me are ones I can walk over right there. And so then they become the person they've left. Yeah. But I, I think I'm thinking more along the lines of this. I've learned to recognize that this type of relationship or this type of person that's into this predominantly does that. So I'm going to avoid that type of person. So, yeah. So meaning in the beginning of a relationship, I, I'm not going to go overboard on with somebody as far as like revisions and exceptions and making uh, tweaking this here, whatever. I'm not going to go through all that. If I just met you, that's all I mean. I mean, yeah. like if I love you and, and there are certain things that I'm drawn to you about, sure. I'm going to go, Hey, maybe I'd be better too. If I was more like you, I can do that, but I'm certainly not going to, if I recognize right off the bat that that person struggles with that. And that's my biggest pet peeve. No, I won't consider you. Yeah, I think, uh, well, it's always to the individual, right? Nutrition yeah. and relationships are to the individual. Yeah. If, if there was one way to do it, there wouldn't be a million books on it. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? For instance, like uh, one major thing, another person's desire on how they like to eat. If well, they like to eat really unhealthy, like that's what they do. They're not, they've already made it very clear. Nah, this is what I'm into. I probably wouldn't date you. Yeah. I wouldn't allow myself to fall in love with you if you didn't, if your health wasn't important to you. Not that if you didn't, if you ate fast food, sure, that's no big deal because I do that plenty of times. But I'm saying if you're, if it wasn't important to you to be healthier, to try to be healthier, care about your body, like if you're excessive on anything, I, it would be difficult for me to go, I want to try that, if it, especially if I know that that's my weakness. Yeah, well, eventually who you're with, you do pick up on their habits. Mm -mm. I mean, that just happens. And a lot of times, too, though, you can quit habits, too, when you're with people. Uh, but a lot of times you do. You pick up their habits along the way. And I think that's something maybe I recognize. I'm not saying someone has to be perfect, but I, I, if I recognize that they're the extreme. Like if I was a drug addict, I'm not going to go date a druggie. Yeah. I'd want to date someone that, yeah, you know, just that. so like if you recognize certain things or people or anything as to the extreme of either what you struggle with or if you don't like. Well, sure. That's it. Well, we've talked about it before, the standards and preferences. Yeah, yeah. Pro this is just your basic standards. I'm not going to yeah. date somebody that's struggling with drugs and is abusive. Right, right. Duh. That's kind of like what, but I'm, some what people, I'm saying. But some people pass by those does. Some people go, yeah, but they're really sweet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They see by this. Oh, mm -hmm. I see the good person inside. You know, and they look by the obvious 15-year, you know, issues or whatever, arrested twice for domestic violence. Yeah. You know, the, a kid yeah. he doesn't take care of. You know, mm -hmm. they look beyond that. I'm different. Yeah. I'll change them, yeah. you know. Um, but again, you know. You could let, be. Yeah, you could uh, for a little bit. Uh, but just like anything else, man, it's to the individual. Nutrition mm -hmm. is to the individual. There's no general general perspective. And I mean that. So all you vegans and vegetarians, kiss my ass. I love you. But you can't be talking that everyone should eat like you do because it made you lose weight and get healthy. We all don't work that way. Yeah. And I think it's oh, the same. Earth, right? That's right. Oh, and I don't think uh, relationships are the same either. Is, I agree. There's just too many books on it, too many individual uh, impressions, too many influences and changes. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, the love languages uh, themselves, I think, I think I would just come off of it as it's a good stencil. It's a good stencil to look at, to kind of say, Hey, I like this. And it's a good way to kind of just, I'm not saying it's an accurate perspective, but there could be to where you could say, Hey, you know what? I really do like hearing it, but here's the thing. How do they account for somebody that's with somebody, say 10 years, that says it all the time, doesn't give it much, but says it all the time. And then they leave that person and they're with somebody. And then they say, 
you know, hey, my love language is uh, something else. And then the next person is saying it all the time. And they're just like, ah, someone else said it for 10 years, so it doesn't mean nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think one needs to be, it's a good start to kind of look at to say, hey, you know, the person's love language is this. That doesn't do nothing for me. And I think a lot of times we do miss what the other person really is doing for us that we may just see as, well, that's what they're supposed to do. As, yeah. a, as opposed to the love language. Yeah, or if somebody does it so often that you start to think that's just what they do. Yeah. You yeah. take that yeah. for granted. Yeah, you take it for granted. But I like what you said, though. As, as I think if you take the five love languages as a beginning start to kind of process yourself, it's just something, just a cool kaleidoscope to look through, a different perception. But your approach that I think that you added to it is, you know, if the person you're with left, what would you miss most? Mm-hmm. You know, the primary and secondary out of those love languages. And I, I hate to say it, but I think it's a little all of those. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. Uh, even after you said what your preferences were, I, I was thinking to myself uh, how how I would see it your way. And I, st I, I still kind of stuck with mine, which was, you know, I think quality time, can, there's no measurement on it. So do you, is it 10 minutes, 15 minutes, two hours? Is that quality time? What's enough physical touch? Right. Well, to me, enough is... Twice a day, right? What's enough physical touch? These are the subjective ones. And yeah. I think maybe this is why I say it's a great start. The five languages is a great start to walk you into the specifics of the individual, mm -hmm. right? Because you yeah. pose a great question is if you know quality time that I have here is my number one love language is quality time. Number two is physical touch, sort of with words of affirmation. If you know that, then you, you could speak it, but then the secondary questions come. Mm -hmm. What is quality time to you? What is, is it the five yeah, minutes? The definition, is, yeah. Right. And that, that's what I think can take the relationship for others is use this as a beginning, as a fun kind of start, and then walk through the, that bring up the secondary questions. Yeah, yeah. I think they did a, a little uh, adding to it to make sure there was a little less confusion with the airplane mode. Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, they picked up my favorite magazine. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, but that's good to keep in mind. You know, when so many people, though, the receiving gifts ones is I, I, I would like to see that without the, U, the U.S. cultural perspective. You know, the, the, the purchase, the spin to show. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it that it's small little things, but it's still money. Favorite magazine, grocery store, a partner's favorite kombucha. This is spend money. You stopped and spent money on me. It doesn't have to be expensive, but you spent money. Well, I think if you come home with a cool shell you thought I'd like, it'd be cooler than some shit you bought. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't read where they said money. I'm sorry. I didn't see that part. No, it all says um, to buy a magazine costs money. Mm -hmm. To go to the grocery store costs money. To bring home the favorite kombucha is it's money. Maybe $4, sure, but it's still money. Yeah. Like, I'm down with the childhood shit of I found this cool shell I thought you'd like today. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the, mm -hmm. I, I, it's the receiving gifts that's last for both of us. But it's the fact that it's even on there is very Western culture it, society. Really though, no, it, I mean, it's, it's real. There's so many people that revolve around that. That's why I said Western culture oh, okay. society. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's what I'm saying is outside of this context here. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. Uh, there's still a lot of countries and shit that were gifts of the gifts, but I don't know. Acts of love, I guess. Yeah, in the but I don't know. I thought you were kind of saying it was more of a cliche than it was a actual thing, and that's what I was saying. No, it's a thing, but it, what I'm saying is a social construct. It's it, it's influenced. It is definitely the, like a, a, think about this. How many females or males? Just love it when they get that dozen roses at work because of who gets to see it. On February 14th. Yeah, or even on any day. If it's delivered to their work as opposed to them as an individual where they have witnesses. It's a lot of the times the Showboat. reason of being going like this. Dude, mm-hmm. be, be highly. My baby takes care of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be highly aware of the girl or guy who does extravagant gifts be highly be aware if the extravagant gift is showing up even if it's cutely strategic and not expensive i consider that extravagant if detailed time was put into it that makes it extravagant yeah be wary why i'm just gonna promise you that because that's what they expect in return Mm-mm. Motherfucker's making up for something. Something he ain't done yet. Okay. If someone has to woo you so hard, I promise you, there's there's a wool being pulled over. No way. If I wanted to make you feel like, oh my God, you gave that expression of, (laughs) you're like, you are so naive. Um, They're there would be times where I would get such gratification to kind of go above and beyond for you to where I'd be like, look what I did. I got you this uh, spinning setup of all these things. You could spin some records and we can have a cool party. Like yeah. the detail of you like. You haven't, sweetie. What about And that? I'm glad you haven't. There's yeah, been I mean, no what I'm extravagant getting at is I would enjoy you. doing that. Nah. Or being then able how to. How come you haven't in two years? Being able to. It's, no, you shit. Able to ain't no problem. So outside of the able to. You know, it ain't your love language, and it ain't mine. No, but I'd still like to do that for no, somebody. No, I'm good. I'd, I'm, I would beware. I would. I'd be mm. weary. If I came home with a brand new Lexus for you out front, you wouldn't be like, the fuck you do? No, I would say, baby, I don't like Lexus. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, some people are like, yeah, but you know, I'm I'm talking about dating though, not not two years in, not yeah. time in. If you're meeting the guy and the guy is coming off the rip, and he's meeting you and he's got the private plane, he's putting the thing in, and he's or the, I would definitely have the mentality of slow down, this not is- slow down, get the fuck out. You teasing you for you, it's stay and play a while. But the truth is, I promise you, if that dude, I'm speaking for dudes. If that dude shows up and he's spending big dough off rip, mm-hmm. fucking run. <laughs> yeah, you probably definitely feel like uh, I'm one of one million. Oh, you just remember it's pennies and dollars, right? So to the rich guy, the penny to spend mm-hmm. on the female is nothing. To somebody that doesn't get it, they think like they're doing a lot. Yeah. And if I'm showing up on the first day, grunt, I'm helicopter riding over to the Bahamas and we're going from there to stay in a chateau at a thing to take a cat cruise to the other islander. Yeah, watch out. I'm trying to sell you on something. So you'll look over here, look over here, and forget oh, yeah. this shit that's going to happen in two and months. Let me show you. <laughs> yeah. In two months, when I disappear for a weekend and you're not sure uh-huh. where, 
Oh, baby, I was just trying to plan this big party yeah. for you, girl. Don't that get mad. girl that's next to me, don't worry. And uh, the girl that called me, don't worry about that, <laughs> She's man. my coordinator. She's we, actually getting you that hot time. Right, we got to go to Ibiza next week. We're, we're <laughs> heading out. So then we're going to Malta, you know, so we got to make up for this, you know. Yeah. But, 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 hey, then again, if that's what you signed up for, right? If yeah. both parties are like, hey, I'm in, whatever works. That's probably what you knew you were in for if that's what's happening, right? Yeah, I say if you marry for money, you earn every penny. Prison for life. Mm, that's why. Yeah. Do the two-year minimum so you don't get hit with fifteen percent capital gains. <laughs> well, they probably get capital gains if they married right. Yeah, it's true. All right, Divorced. Joe. Next time on he said, she said, oh. we'll be with you. Love. <laughs> this time we went Sunday way before eight. <laughs> yeah. It was a good walk. We walked on the beach, all that kind of a thing, the JBs or BJs or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong with some JBs? I will definitely take some BJs after this. <laughs> well, there is actually a good restaurant. They have really good coffee there. JBs. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. BJs is a terrible <laughs> restaurant, actually. That's a chain that's a lot like Chili's or Friday's. Oh, I didn't mind BJs. There was a few things about BJs that I liked. Not the, not the, um, or maybe it was JBs that I liked. It, it, it was a brewery. That's yeah. That's the J. That's the BJ's. Oh yeah, I, I like that. I like BJ's. some place. I like I like their flatbread, flatbread, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like their coffee. Yeah, terrible. I'm gonna go with terrible. They're fake, heavy processed beers that are look to be trendy. Yeah, yeah. When they're big fake uh, copper distilleries on the interior that don't really work. <laughs> yeah, they're building me a little Disney ride to give me no. But JB's Fish Camp, killer. It was super. Everything was good on the menu. Everything. And uh, now that you're on the menu for dessert, I appreciate y'all joining us. Y'all take care. Bye. (laughs) Hold on. You did that last time. What? Oh, yeah. It doesn't say go live, huh? See, I think I ended it from the other one first. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do. Hello, everybody. We're still here. We're going to stop streaming from the back end. And then I'm going to end live video. Bye.